Super Tuesday featuring stops in Studio C, BYU basketball with head coach Dave Rose, and Studio B. We need your opinion, BYU Sports Nation. Which matters more, BYU basketball winning the West Coast Conference Tournament or BYU football getting back to a bowl game? The West Coast Conference Player of the Week, Yoli Childs, joins us in Studio B. Who does he think is the best player in the league? Dual threat analyst Blaine Fowler joins us, his most underrated BYU football assistant, and between the lines with nationally ranked gymnastics, let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live at 5 p.m. Mountain for the first time ever. Yeah. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is a Super Tuesday, January 16th. Jerem, are you up, ready? Man. I am pumped up. We've never done this. This is great. Absolutely. Our re-air is normally at 6 Eastern time. So, but on Tuesdays, it's at 7 Eastern. So we keep the Super Tuesday thing going. Because we are live, and as we just showed you, BYU Basketball with Dave Rose is coming in. So I've, I've never done this where I'm, where I'm on the air, and then I produce the next show. So you have two minutes so, to make it from so here I'm gonna run in to the, the production control yeah, room. We, we've been, we've been uh, split up. It's, it's exciting. We're in both control rooms today. We're set up. Man. If you're brand new to the program, my name is Spencer Linton, and this man to my left is the number one fan of Lifehouse, Jerem Jordan. I'm always hanging by a moment. I really am. There is a Tal, reason. Tal Bachman, who's uh, Tal's dad was in Bachman Turner Overdrive, BTO. Fun fact. No kidding. Yeah, and... Uh, they had that one, yeah, taking care of business. Everybody knows that one, right? Tal Bachman, one time I went to a, uh, like a, a media store. They don't even have them now. I can't even remember the name. But it was in like Murray, <laughs> Utah. And I went and I didn't know he was Mormon. A and CD store? And I, and I got his autograph on their one good album. <laughs> We've never talked it? about Lifehouse. But you brought it up, and I've, I was actually a big fan. I man. told you, number one fan of Lifehouse. I finally got the- one right. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got one it right. It took 1160 shows. <laughs> Shout out to KSL. Absolutely. 1160. Yeah. Uh, my friends, it's time that we get to tonight's headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU basketball sophomore forward Yoli Childs named the West Coast Conference Player of the Week. Childs, please. Yoli led BYU to lopsided wins over Pepperdine and Santa Clara, averaging 21.5 points a game, 12.5 rebounds, and 7 assists. Jeremy, my notes have that as redonkulous. Programming reminder, immediately following this live at 5 p.m. Mountain edition of BYUSN, BYU Basketball with Dave Rose airs on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain. Zach Selyus is tonight's player guest. Men's volleyball moves up a spot to number 5 in the ABCA coaches poll after wins against number 1 Ohio State and number 14 Ball State last week. If BYU didn't lose to Loyola Chicago last week, I think BYU is the number 1 team in the country today. Freshman opposite Gabby Garcia-Fernandez is the ABCA National Player of the Week. After his performance in those two matches, he's also the MPSF Offensive Player of the Week, and BYU will take on Barton, who they faced in the NCAA tournament last year, Friday and Saturday, Friday's match on BYU TV at 9 Eastern time. Jerem Jordan, Steve Vale, Lauren Frankham McLean on the call. Jimmer Fredette back to work after the Chinese Basketball Association All-Star break. 
scored a cool 28 points, grabbed nine rebounds, and finished with five assists in a low-scoring CBA game, 88-79, a win over the Beijing Ducks. Yeah, the Beijing Ducks, they really struggled the last 10. And the BYU gymnastics team, <laughs> they're ranked now. They, they upset Cal at home, 10th-ranked Cal, so BYU is number 18. BYU's number 18 in the gymnastics rankings. They take on Southern Utah. That's always a good uh, meet because Southern Utah is a top 25 program traditionally as well. Friday at 1 Eastern, live on BYU TV. So we'll be live in the morning with BYU Sports Nation. Then we'll hand off to you in the Smith Fieldhouse for gymnastics. And then later that night, they'll switch out the whole court uh, and everything on there and uh, men's volleyball. Nobody ever thinks about how crazy that process is. It, It is pretty crazy. Huge effort. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. 2001, a BYU odyssey. Why 2001, you ask? That conversation begins with today's Twitter question. Okay, we all want lots of things, right? But what do you want more? BYU hoops to win the West Coast Conference Tournament, a.k.a. the Gonzaga Invitational, or BYU football getting back to a bowl game? Why? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At USU Coog 11 where are your loyalties? I was not, probably with BYU, they're tweeting into the show. Yes. I was not expecting BYU basketball to be as good as they are this year. Anything beyond their current projection would be icing on the cake. Current projection is NIT and 25-ish yeah. wins, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really want to see the football team back in a bowl game. At Ames Flames, football is life, right, Brian Logan? Football is live. Hashtag BYUSN. Now, now, per- now, the phrase is ball is life. I just want to point that out. Perhaps our stat of the day will sway your opinion on this question just a bit. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. It's been 6,156 days since BYU men's basketball won a conference tournament. What? 2001? 17 years, people! We were, I was in high school, and you were in the uh, missionary training center. 17 years. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Let's rewind a little bit, shall we, Jerem? We always like to do this when it's been a long time since something happened. And now 2001 doesn't seem like a long time. 17 it's years. Been a long time. Almost two decades. Yeah. Average gallon of gas, $1.46. Jerem, you could fill up I'd your take that. Yeah, I'd take SUV that. for 25 bucks. This, this, this is paid for. This this back in one is paid for by Nokia, by the way. <laughs> yes, the number one phone. The number one phone in America, the Nokia 3310. It was the Nokia brick phone. Yeah, you remember the game Snake? I played that on my TI-86. In <laughs> number one movie, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That's the first Harry Potter movie. Wow. The first one. Number one song, Lifehouse, Hanging by a Moment. There's, there's the connection. Yeah, it's been a long time. Things that did not exist in 2001. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, iPhones. Yeah. It's been a long time. So what's your answer to this? Oh, man. I want both, but what do you want more? I am struggling with this, but because it has been so long. And to say that you want one more than the other is not saying, like, you only have to pick one. It's just, which do you want more? I want it all, as that Dr. Pepper commercial once upon a time. I want it all! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to see BYU basketball win a conference tournament championship. It's been too long. 17 years since they had the auto bid to the NCAA tournament? That is bonkers. Dave Rose has never had one. That's out of control. Of all, all he's accomplished large. so much. Yeah, yeah, has not large. won a conference tournament championship. Pretty wild. And never had the auto bid. 
That's crazy to me. So I want basketball to win the WCC tournament. BYU's uh, been to the NCAA tournament eight times as an at-large. Like, it's possible. It happens somewhat frequently, right? There's a little run here of two years without it. Could be three if BYU doesn't make it. I want a bowl game. A lot of the functionality and emotion around Brigham Young University revolves around, no, not the sun, but the success of the BYU football team. So if BYU's in a bowl game, that means the offense did something in the <laughs> way of progressing. That means BYU won at least six games. Okay? Well, 2012's the, defense uh, disagrees with you, Jeremy. There are six There are six winnable games on that schedule. BYU needs to get to a bowl game. In fact, I want that more than I want uh, the tournament championship. And, and also, by the way, as much as I think that BYU, I, I want that to happen, Gonzaga runs the conference, dude. Who, who's the new interim commissioner of the West Coast Conference? It's Mark Few. I can't remember because it's Mark Few. He's the <laughs> acting, living, breathing commissioner of the West Coast Conference, and his tournament is in Vegas. Like, if BYU wins that, that would be a tremendous accomplishment. You'd take down a top 25 team. You'd, you'd get have a, the auto bid. You'd have an auto bid. Like, that'd be amazing. I think uh, that BYU can get into the NCAA tournament without winning that tournament. That's been proven. This year, I'm not sure if that's the case, but I think that next year it's a little more open for BYU to get an at-large start. So I say bowl game. I want both, but I, bowl, I say bowl game. Did you have your driver's license the last time BYU went, won the yeah. conference tournament championship? Yeah, yeah. You, you had your driver's yeah, license. I got my driver's license in uh, 99. <laughs> yep. And I didn't need my Eagle Scout. My mom wasn't uh, strict like that. That makes two of us. <laughs> Thanks, moms. What do you want, BYU Sports Nation? I want it all. You can't have it all. You have to tell us which one you want Spencer, more. Spencer, we won a national championship, and Danny Ainge, Lee Day, we can have it all. It's been 6,156 days since BYU men's basketball won a conference tournament championship. And for the record, 391 days since BYU football played in a bowl game and won it. Oh, Forever geez. points that he had bowl champs. What do you want more? We're Hashtag BYUSN. We're counting the days since a bowl game? That was, that was just mean. Let's go to the Twitter machine. At Coog Mac tweets in, Coog Mac, since history has shown that we are more likely to win a bowl game than an NCAA tournament game, I would go with a bowl game. We are used to not winning the West Coast Conference, spoken as a fan, but going two years in a row without a bowl game would be tough. Let's be honest. If BYU doesn't make a bowl game, if there's not change, that head coaching seat would be hot. Like, you can't go multiple years without a bowl game and there'd be, like, everything's great. Like, that wouldn't be good for BYU football. It wouldn't be good for Kalani Stake. This team needs to get to a bowl game this year. BYU has six winnable, if not seven winnable games on the schedule. Very winnable games on the schedule next year. They're all winnable. You're right. They are all winnable. No, they aren't. Okay, maybe they're not. At Wisconsin, (laughs) it's not very winnable. I'll just say that. At Washington, that's not as winnable. Yes, there is a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. For some of those games, that's how it is, Jim Carrey. But... BYU should be in a bowl game next season. Should? Yes. They should win six games. They should win six games. You and I did a way too early projection of the football season. We said what, seven and five? Yes. And I think the over-under in Vegas is going to be six and a half. I'm with you right there. I'm with you. At Colonel underscore James 83, BYU football will get back to a bowl game this year. Yep, I agree. Having a BYU Hoops West Coast Conference tourney win, has not happened yet, so yeah, this. Yes, first, basketball. First, though, is to beat Utah in football. 
Hashtag priority. Uh, please, BYU, be 6-5 and five at least when you play Utah and Salt Lake City to finish the season. Dude, if BYU's 5-6 and six going into the Utah game. Oh, oh and no. The, because remember, the 2019 opener is, at, is home to Utah. Yes. On a Thursday. It's yep. a college football kickoff game. Epic. At Kiki Dean. Tournament does more for the program and is a better measure of success than a bowl game. Ooh, that's an interesting topic. What's better for the program? Well, if you stink, you count bowl games. Like, because getting to a bowl game is not hard. Like, if There's you like go seventy-eight six, to eighty teams, if they that go make a bowl. six and six or seven and five and get to a bowl game, is that a bigger deal than winning the conference tournament championship and having the auto bid? Going to the NCAA tournament to me is a bigger deal. We'll discuss another day. Coming up, the West Coast Conference Player of the Week joins us. Who does Yoli Child think is the best player in the league? He should look at my power pole. And next, Blaine Fowler joins us in Studio B. Same hair since 1980. Still got the swag. Is this just the beginning of TJ Haw's breakout? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio live at 5 p.m. Mountain for the first time in the show's history. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. BYU basketball Dave Rose is coming up next on BYU TV and BYU Radio with player guest Zach Selyus and host Greg Rubel. If you're local or you want to hang out, you can uh, just show up and say Spencer sent you. You can do that. I'm not sure it would make any difference. <laughs> Listen, our boy Ryan Clark will make it happen. That's true. Yeah. He's the gatekeeper, right? He is. He's the gatekeeper Indeed. of BYU Broadcasting. Twitter question today. What do you want more in 2018? BYU basketball, the men's side, because the women have done it several times. Yeah, they've Men's side, to win the West Coast Conference Tournament or BYU football getting back to a bowl game. Why? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At Tolmanator tweets in, Sorry, I'm going to be selfish with my response on this one. You can be. It's your opinion. I want BYU basketball to win the West Coast Conference Tournament and BYU football to win a bowl game. Not just get to a bowl game, win a bowl game. And then says, New Year's Six bowl game would be awesome as well. Sorry, Hashtag what? blue I, goggles. I, I, I couldn't hear you through the blue goggles. Hashtag blue why goggle not bowl? New Year's Six. Just pick one, people. We're talking about getting to a bowl game, not the bowl game. Just pick one. <laughs> A man who we are going to force to pick one <laughs> is Blaine Fowler. Same hair since 1980. Still looks great. Although, you just got a haircut, so it's done a little differently. Do you want to go this direction? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I came straight from getting a haircut. So I usually put a part in it, but they kind of whooshed it. You don't like the whoosh? I don't know. I, like I don't whoosh. know. I think. I, don't, I, think I looked in the mirror. Good, she Blaine. says, is this okay? What do you say? Oh, no, it looks terrible. No, you go like, yeah, that looks good. And immediately you're thinking, I'm going to change it as soon well, as I get well, home. I'm like, I can't change it until I wash it. <laughs> So I'm going on the air with this. So, so, so you have I a little don't know. piece of the hair floating around. No, it's like no, because they wash it after they cut it and then they style they it. They never get all of them. So my problem is, is I don't, I, I couldn't do this. Like they don't even use a comb or anything. They put some stuff on their hands, yeah. and then they do this stuff, and then they go, how's that look? The moose or some pumpkin. And I go, I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> I take a comb, part it on the side, you know, a okay. whole. I have a can of hairspray this big. Yes, yes, almost as big as the Nokia thirty three ten. Exactly. Phone. So this is exactly. So tip, I I don't I can't do this look again because I don't know how. No, well, it's a unique look for a unique show. Yes, for, uh, that is. Yes, it's a unique show. That it okay, is. Answer our Twitter question today. Okay, we're gonna make you pick one. <laughs> what do you want more 
In 2018, BYU hoops to win the West Coast Conference Tournament or BYU football getting back to a bowl game? I want BYU to go back to a bowl game because they don't have to win the tournament to still get to the NCAA tournament. So I think I can have both. I don't, they don't have to win the tournament. They've got to play really, really well between now and then and maybe play in the championship game, but they could get to the NCAA tournament. And so they could do that without winning the tournament, but they need to get back to a bowl. Blaine, you And this probably... whole New Year's Six thing? Yeah, that would be great. But. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, I can't say that without I'll laughing. take seven wins. I'll take seven. Yeah. With that schedule and the road? Come on. And a new OC and yeah. – The over-under is going to be six and a half. I'll take seven. I'd be thrilled. And then, uh, then let's go win a bowl. Does seven include a win at Utah? Like if BYU gets seven, oh, like yeah. have to include a win yeah. at Utah? They're going to. They're going to? Yeah. This is the year. In Salt Lake City. We all hope so, right? To close out the regular season. This is the year. Last time it came down to a two-point conversion. Yep. This is the year. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. But that's all we need to hear, man. We could end the interview now. (laughs) Hey, thanks for coming on, Blaine. New haircut. Big, bold prediction. We love it. (laughs) Brian Logan in there? What's going on? Okay, Blaine. uh, We are going to focus on basketball for the next few minutes, starting with TJ Haas and his recent breakout. We mentioned last week that – we feel like if he can score in double figures, really good things will happen for BYU basketball. If he can become that third guy, he does it. Ten points against Pepperdine, big win. Fourteen points uh, at Santa Clara, a game you called with Dave McCann. Huge win in terms of the point margin. What does TJ Haas mean to this team, and what is the standard that you would hope he has moving forward? So double figures isn't the standard because he can score in double figures and go three for ten and make some free throws and score in double figures. So to me, he needs to play the way he's played the last couple games where he takes good shots and he takes them confidently. Last game, to me, was a glimpse of what he can be because that's his physical capability. And I think he struggled to embrace this, not to embrace it, but to really understand where his shots come from in this new offense. And, he's, you know, with Elijah – be playing phenomenally well and being 100% healthy, his role is a little bit different. Um, and I think he finally figured it out. I saw, like, in the second half of the game last week, there was a little light bulb above his head the whole time he was running up and down the floor that was just like, hey, I, I know where these shots are coming from. I'm feeling good about it. I asked him after the game. I said, hey, I said on the broadcast that that first three, that you knew it was in the second it left your hand because you turned around and ran down the court. And he said to me, yeah, I knew it was in. So it felt good coming off of his hand. He felt confident. So when he plays with confidence, his field goal percentage is good. And when his field goal percentage is good, that means he's taking good shots. He's taking them confidently. So we need him to score 12, 13 a game. But we need him to be 45% from the field. And we need him to shoot 40 from three. Um, it can't be 30% from the field and 12 from three. Because then he has to take too many shots to get to that. It takes away from the offense. The last two games, he shot 47% from the field, 57% from three, which has been fantastic. Then you have kind of the big two. You hope it's a big three with TJ. Yoli Childs and Elijah Bryant as a duo are tremendous. In, in the Dave Rose era, who, who has been close to as good as these two have been, in your opinion? Boy, two together like that? Boy, I don't, it, it's, it's hard to even think of anybody because it's an outside-inside complementary Thing you know what I mean? But Lee Kamar, well, but 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 here's what you got. People forget that you had Jimmer and Jackson on the guard line and Brandon Davies in the post. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to go back that far because that's six or seven years ago, right? So that's 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 back a little ways. And Brandon um, maybe wasn't quite as as athletic and maybe not dominating as much as Yoli. But remember, the guards were dominating play right then, and 
And so I think that that combination, that outside-inside combination of, of Jimmer offensively, Jackson defensively, and Brandon Davies in the post, that's, that's a, that was a pretty good crew right there. And that's a team that was, in my opinion, a Final Four talent team. And then when, when Davies can't play, they still end up being a Sweet 16 team. So, yeah, I, that's where I would go back to to match up the kind of production we're getting outside and inside right now from Eli and from Yoli inside. And it's fun to watch. They're both so athletic and do so many good things. Blaine Fowler with us on BYU Sports Nation, dual threat analyst. Currently, we're talking BYU basketball. They have matchups at home in Provo with LMU and San Diego this week. What do you think of the approaching matchups for the Cougars in the Marriott Center? It's it's interesting because they're kind of like opposites. LMU is not good defensively. They've really struggled to stop teams. Um, they're like two hundred and what are they? I wrote I wrote it down because it was so bad. Two hundred eighty ninth in the country. And, and scoring Oops. defense. It's going to be a little different Saturday. Yeah, they want to get up and down the floor. They don't defend that well, but they're really athletic. And, and BYU struggled against athletic guards against Pacific. They, they allowed them to turn the corner and get there. I feel a little bit better about that. I talked to Dave Rose um, this weekend at Santa Clara, and I said, was this like physically you weren't capable of staying in front of those guys? And he said, no. It was, it was a real step backward mentally. Like, they, they weren't in the right spots at the right time. They were late on their rotations. So it was mental and it was execution, which I went, oh, okay, good. I, wanted to, I was glad to hear that. That you can fix. You can't fix if, no, we just don't have the quickness to, or the strength to stay with those guys. And so then I, I get, looked at them against Santa Clara, and they did a much better job. They were, they were on point. They were focused. Their rotations were crisp and clean. They played really good defense. They multiple stops in a row. And so I'm thinking, okay, so he's right. It, it was a mental lapse against Pacific. Um, they took a step backward, but they took a step back forward again. So I like their ability to stay in front of LMU's guards. Um, very athletic team. I think they learned a lesson from Pacific that teams with good, quick, athletic players that maybe aren't so good as a team – can still bite you if you don't play solid team defense. And then, then San Diego's the opposite. San Diego's a really good defensive basketball team, one of the best in the country, the best at defending threes in the country, top 10 field goal percentage defense. I mean, they're, it's, it's a top 20 scoring defense team. Mm. So they're going to be very comfortable playing at BYU's slow down pace and defending. So, so the LMU game, they've got to be really sharp defensively, and they've got to be assignment sound. The San Diego game, they've got to be unbelievably patient, and they've got to not – force bad shots they've got to take good shots if BYU will get it to the second side and back to the third side even against good defenses you'll get good shots and so to me that game is about being patient offensively and then you got you know Olin Carter still you got to find the three-point shooters and if they get hot from three they're a problem so they've got good good guards as well but I think that one's about patience offensively so it's they're kind of opposite teams, one really bad defensively and one really good defensively, one that wants to play at pace and one that's fine playing not at pace. And so it'll, it'll be interesting matchup, two different teams completely. San Diego game, they're, they're just outside the top 100, so that's a good home game coming up Saturday on BYU TV. We're still awaiting the 10th assistant coach for BYU football, but what are your impressions of the offensive hires on this staff so far? Yeah, it's, it's a good mix. You know, when, when they first announced Jeff Grimes, I, I thought – Okay, he hasn't really been a primary play caller, and I know that he's been involved in the play calling, and he's been around great play callers, but I was waiting to see on that staff, is he going to have some guys that have a lot of experience with play calling? And he does. You know, and so, so I think Aaron Roderick has had a good success and has, has called plays as a regular play caller. 
Um, Fessy Satake the last couple of years has been a primary play caller. Even Steve Clark has been a primary play caller. So I think he has enough people around him. And I think he's a guy that just doesn't have a huge ego. You know, he's going to demand excellence and he's going to demand execution. They're, he's going to hold these guys very, very accountable. That's apparent from day one that he stepped on campus. Um, Pew, I, I can already tell you that the players are you know really like him. He's in that same mode. They're going to be really held accountable. Um, and and so now if they're executing and they're being held accountable, I, I think Grimes is a guy that's just like, hey, what do you think here in this situation? He'll talk to the guys up in the booth, or if he's up in the booth, he'll say, what do you think here? And they can have a consensus, and guys that have called a lot of plays can have input. I don't think his ego is so big that he thinks, I am the guy, and I'm going to call every play, and that's the way it's going to be. And so I think because of that, he'll have success. And if they can stay healthy, that would help a lot. Oh, uh, yes, that huge Keep, keep a few quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends healthy, and that would make a huge difference. Good grief. Uh, this tweet then they in. could go to a New Year's Six, guys. Put on the blue goggles. Okay, can't even joke about that without putting the blue goggles later. on. Can't even joke about it without the blue goggles on. You're six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the blinged out. Oh, now I see it. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but I'm just saying that. Is it happening next year? What's the over-under on that? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Lane Fowler with us on BYU Sports Nation. This tweet in from at Ruthie5358. She says, I'd rather go to a bowl game. I, I want a bowl game more. But then adds this, love your hair, Blaine. Hashtag BYUSN. I, I, here's the problem. If people like it, I don't know how to do it. Ruth likes it. So I'm going to have to go back. Talk. I have to go back to the person that styled it yeah. and get some lessons. <laughs> yes. Does this haircut come with lessons on how to mold this hair? To mold it? Because it's, it's not combing like, it I don't know. What's, that stuff you, what's the stuff you put on your hands and then you do this with it? Pomade. Pomade. I think she used pomade on me. Yeah, I don't know because I don't use you that stuff. You need some pomade. Talk to me. I got plenty. I, so I don't. You guys, I don't know if you can help me redo this. Paul Mitchell would... tea tree shaping cream. Okay, is that what I need? <laughs> that's what's that's what. And then, then you don't. High roller, do you even this. use a comb, or do you just like do like they do? Uh, mostly just with your hands. Yeah, she just she just did this. Yeah, she just dried it, and then she put the stuff in her hands. And then she just went, and then I looked in the mirror and I go, Hey, how did how did you do that? So Blaine, what's what's the pomade or the tea leaf cream or whatever for BYU football this year? The, pom- the pomade. How are you going to answer that, Blaine? I don't even know what pomade is, but evidently Paul Mitchell makes some. Okay, how about this question? Most underrated assistant coach on the BYU football staff right now? Steve Clark. Why? Because he is so meticulous in preparation. I think Steve Clark's a guy you can give the the other team's film – and say, go break this down and come back tomorrow with a game plan. And he would spend every waking moment. He'd, send, he'd stay up all night. And he would break that thing down. And he would come the next day with every tendency and a plan to attack. And I, you know, he, he's a small guy in stature. So I don't, you know, I don't know that people understand how good a football coach he is. I, I don't even know if a lot of people even know who he is. But, but I think he is phenomenal with preparation. I think he's meticulous with what he does. I think he's a very underrated football coach. Great stuff, Blaine. We'll let you uh, skedaddle on out of here. All right, guys. Yeah, you have some. Uh, Go get that mold. shaping cream. Wait, is Yoli coming in? Yes, Yoli Childs is coming in. He will join. Or us as next. Dave likes to call him, Yoli Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Yoli told us we could call him that. He told us we could because Dave said one of you guys needs to get a haircut, and Yoli's like, "Well, it's going to be Elijah because <laughs> that mess needs to be cut." But they go to the same haircut guy. Yeah. They do go to the same haircut guy, and I think I don't know if they use pomade on him. Maybe them. you need to go. There. Do you think they use pomade on him? I don't know. You have to ask Yoli what he okay. comes Okay, you him. can't spell Yoli without Eli, right? That's right. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs>
All right. Updating today's poll question as we say goodbye to Blaine Fowler after an unforgettable interview. <laughs> what do you want more as a BYU fan, BYU basketball to win the West Coast Conference Tournament, or BYU football to get back to a bowl game? Right now, 57% of you say win the West Coast Conference Tournament. The thirst is real. It's been 17 Be- yeah. years. People are hungry. People are hungry. Coming up, Between the Lines heads to the mats with BYU Gymnastics, who's now ranked. And the reigning West Coast Conference Player of the Week, as pointed out by Blaine Fowler, is in the house. There he is. Yoli Childs. Who does he think is the best player in the WCC right now? Wait, is that Yoli Bryant? We should ask him. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Super Tuesday continues on BYU TV and BYU Radio, the national simulcast. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision. On demand anytime, anywhere. Behind the mic is live tomorrow at 8 Eastern time on BYU Radio and the app. Greg Rubel, the guest tomorrow, Sean Olmstead, the men's volleyball coach, Travis Hansen, one of the greatest UVSC players slash BYU players of all time, and your boy Jason Shepard, our office mate. Nice correct call of UVSC because that was didn't play at UVA. it at he the time, at right? UVSC. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines starting with this. BYU basketball sophomore forward Yoli Childs named the WCC Player of the Week. Led BYU to lopsided wins over Pepperdine and Santa Clara, averaging 21.5 points a game, 12.5 rebounds per game, and 7 assists. All right. He's going to join us in just a bit. Programming reminder, immediately following this live at 5 Mountain edition of BYUSN, BYU Basketball with Dave Rose airs on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 8 Eastern. Jerem Jordan's got some work to do after this show. Zach Selyus, tonight's player guest. Men's volleyball moves up to number five in the coaches' poll after beating number one Ohio State last week. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez, he's a freshman opposite. National Player of the Week in the ABCA, also the MPSF Offensive Player of the Week as well. BYU Gymnastics enters the College Gymnastics Association rankings at number 18. After beating then-10th-ranked Cal at home in a dual meet over the weekend, BYU hosts Southern Utah on Friday at 1 Eastern, 11 a.m. Mountain. Watch that meet live on BYU TV. Joining us now is the reigning West Coast Conference Player of the Week for men's basketball, Yoli Childs. A belated happy 20th birthday, Yoli. Yeah, dude, not a teenager anymore. Appreciate it. Thank you. How did you celebrate the birthday other than almost getting a triple-double? I'm actually not a big birthday guy. I don't really do anything. Just came home, went to bed. Another day. <laughs> Did you guys fly out Sunday morning or that night? We yeah. flew out that night. Okay. Yeah, so we got back pretty late. You're flying deluxe now, right? Yeah, it's kind of nice. It is nice. And we get an inside look from EB&J, don't we? Yeah, he's about to get in trouble for that. So. <laughs> is he? What happened? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm down low. Yeah, when does your blog start, Yoli? Oh, he's, he's got it covered. His yeah, is okay. too good. I okay. couldn't compete. Okay, tell us about this Yoli Bryant thing. Your, your, your feelings, your thoughts. Uh, you know... Their heart's in the right place. They're trying. But I really don't think we look that much alike. Uh, BYU fans, what do you guys think? Uh, who, who's cuter? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, no, You're going I to get know. some tweets about this right now, I'm sure. I really don't think we look that much alike. Different numbers. I got an arm sleeve now. But it's all good. It's all good. You, you play different positions. I, I think the combination of the two of you who have emerged as the top two scorers and kind of leaders on this team, you've You've almost transformed into Yoli Bryant, who's putting up 40 a game. How do you feel about that? I mean, I, I really do love playing with Eli, though. It's, it's such a great thing. He's a phenomenal player. Uh, I just I love the way he plays. It's so fun seeing him score at all three levels and just take over basketball games. So he's so fun to play with, and I'm lucky to, to be his teammate. We've been giving Dave Rose a little bit of a hard time about not leaving you in the game at Santa Clara to get two more assists because it would have been a triple-double on your birthday. Even though you're not a birthday guy, that would have been like – 
a pretty memorable birthday, right? Do you have any idea in the moment that you are that close? Or did you, I should ask, in that moment that you were that I close? I did when he, uh, when he came over to the bench and was messing with me. He came over and he's like, yo, you you always remember that birthday where I took a triple-double away from you. <laughs> so he was, he was pretty funny about it, but it's all good. So in that moment where you're like, wait a minute. I'm two assists away. Yeah, Put me like, back I in. I was like, let me see the let me see the stat sheet. Oh, all right. <laughs> Seven minutes left. I was like, it's all good. Yeah, it, that was a great week too. Not just for you individually, and you were off the charts as uh, we outlined a moment ago. But you get two really good wins, and you put together two of the best halves you've had. The second half against Pepperdine was awesome. The first half against Santa Clara. Did you think that you guys would miss? I mean, like seventy. 70- Three percent or two percent or whatever. Eight percent. That was, it was nuts. It was incredible. No, it was awesome to see guys get going. It was awesome to see the contributions made throughout our whole team on the on the scoring side because a lot of guys do a lot of great things that that casual fan wouldn't notice. Luke Luke's a phenomenal defensive presence out there. Uh, Jashir is I think one of the best defensive guards in the country. We've played some amazing point guards and he's done the best job of anyone these guys have played. So we have guys out there doing a lot of great things. TJ making great decisions. Uh, but a lot of people notice the scoring and the points and, and like the, the stats that show up on the stat sheet. So it's kind of cool to see uh, how, how well it's been spread out the last couple games. We've chronicled uh, TJ's improvement uh, with assists, with rebounds. Steals are essentially the same. He hasn't been shooting it uh, quite the same way. And like you talked about, we tend to focus on that. But does a third guy, maybe TJ, need to be scoring in double figures for this team to be really successful, you think? Uh, you know, I just think guys need to keep making the right reads, and that's what they've been doing. I don't, I don't see it as a first guy, second guy, third guy thing. We just have five great players on the court at all times. And, you know, there's going to be a night where TJ has 30. It's going to happen. He's, he's too good of a player, too good of a shooter for it not to happen. There's going to be a night where Zach has 25, you know. It's going to be a night where Luke has 15, 20 because he's just so good at sealing down in the post and running the floor. So, I mean, I don't see it as one, two, three on the – like depth chart, depth chart, so to speak. Uh, we just have five great players on the court all the time, and it's going to be someone's night every night. How has this team grown and improved the most from game number one this season to now where we are now at uh, approaching game number 20? I think the biggest thing is trust. Everyone trusts each other. We trust the coaching staff, and we trust what makes us great. We know when we lose a game, we know what it is. We know we talk about kills all the time. I talk about it all the time, and uh, – uh, and our losses were averaging like two kills a game, and in the wins, it's closer to six or seven. Three consecutive so, stops on defense. Yeah. So that's one kill. Yeah, that's one yeah. kill. So we know if if we get kills on the defensive side, we're going to win games. In the Santa Clara game, we had eleven. Whoa! So that's that's the most we've had, and that's the that's the result. So it's just all about that defensive side, and then on the offensive side, being patient, sharing the ball, making the right reads, understanding. All right, I might get double teamed a lot this game. That means I'm not going to score all the points. It's a pick-your-poison thing, and everybody needs to be okay with that. And I think we've gotten so good at that, and we've gotten so good at celebrating each other's success. Was 11 kills the season high? Yeah, yeah. What was the next closest one, do you know? Uh, I think we've got maybe eight. Eight? Okay, so 11 was tremendous. Gotcha. Um, But every Wednesday, Spencer does a West Coast Conference Player of the Year Power Poll. Are you aware of this? Have you heard of this? (laughs) I'm not. I'm not aware of that. Are you kidding, or you don't actually know? <laughs> no, I actually don't. Okay, so he's he's had you at a solid number two for Ooh, a couple of weeks. Behind Eli? Behind Jock Landale. What what are your thoughts on this? I'm motivating you. Are you, hey, are you I'm offended? motivating you. I, no, I'm not offended. I mean, uh, Do you agree Jock's, Jock, Jock's actually a great player. Now, don't ask me a trick question like that. <laughs> but, uh, no, Jock's a great player. He's, he's a load inside. He makes great decisions. 
Uh, he's in a great system. St. Mary's is a great team. So, you know, it's just whatever you want. I think Motivating, a, Yoli. I think a head-to-head win could sway it next Thursday. <laughs> you think so? All right. I'm well, not, we'll, not going we'll to speak we'll for go Spencer. But, yeah, you, you had quite the week. <laughs> Yeah, you had quite the week. So you have LMU, you have USD this week. Uh, this is, again, a big week, especially as you guys try and uh, continue to press forward uh, and see what you can do to challenge the top two. What do you think of the the two games this week? I think every game is important. I think we, we've learned that in the past. We've learned that by slipping up at, uh, at Pacific, and that's just a growing moment for us, and we need to go in with every game with the same intensity because a, a win against Gonzaga or St. Mary's is the exact same – Thing in the in the column is a win against anyone else. A win's a win, and a loss is a loss. So we need to come in with that with that mindset and the mentality that no matter what happens, we're going to come out with a win. Yoli Childs, the West Coast Conference Men's Basketball Player of the Week, with us on BYU Sports Nation. He will not be phased by our trick questions, dude. I I know he's twenty, but he's acting like he's that twenty-five-year-old. Uh, it's true, BYU he's senior. You know veteran, what I mean? Like he's, he's got veteran answers now. <laughs> now that he's twenty, he's so different. <laughs> Do you feel different now that you're 20, Holy? Catch the new uh, EB&J vlog. He, <laughs> he, 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 he went around and he's asking all the guys, so what do you think about 20-year-old Yoli? So <laughs> you'll, you'll have to see their answers. Oh, I love it so much. What has been the most satisfying part for you in your own personal development from your freshman year to your sophomore season at BYU? I think I've, I've done a lot better job of staying in the moment of a game and not letting – not letting a bad play affect me for the next few plays. I think that's something I struggled with a lot, and I even struggled with at times uh, in this season where something's not going my way, I'm playing bad, and I let that affect uh, the, the way I'm reacting in, in the whole scheme of the game. And I think I'm getting a lot better at realizing 40 minutes is a long game. There's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be ups and downs. So I think uh, just with the support I've had from from our coaches, they're amazing. They, they help me out with all that stuff and and the teammates that I have. Being able to play with guys like TJ and Luke and Eli that always have my back and are always picking me up has helped me a lot with that. So I think I've just grown and matured a lot in that aspect. Well, you had a great week. We want to give you the BYU Sports Nation karma to continue your domination uh, Thursday and Saturday. And we want to let you know that of all the autographs on our flag, you are still the tallest and you are ahead of still have You are taller highest. than Eric Mika. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Respect for that. Yoli, great to have you with us, man. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. This live afternoon of Dish, dude. Oh, yeah. I've never done this. This is great. Who do you think's cuter, Yoli Childs or Elijah Bryant? (laughs) Ashley Hatch is cute, and she's taking her talents up the East Coast, Spencer. (laughs) We'll go between the lines with Lauren McLean and nationally ranked BYU Gymnastics. Are you dancing, Lauren? There There it is. There it is. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast, typically weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern, but those that are watching live right now are like, wait, that, that has passed. Every day but Tuesday. We're live right now. We're and tu- live. And Tuesday nights, right after this show at 8 Eastern time, BYU basketball, Dave Rose with host Greg Rubel coming up right after this on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The player guest tonight, Zach Selyus. The audience is filing in. And it's live in 14 minutes, minutes and, and 46 seconds. That was excellent math, Jerem. Thank you. The BYU gymnastics team upset then-10th-ranked Cal in their season home opener on Friday night and by doing so have jumped into the top 20 rankings after just two meets. 
been a while That's since awesome. they have been this high this early. Karma booze. Number 18 in the land and led by one of their captains, senior Brittany Hawes. Let's go Between the Lines. BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. Today is the debut of a new segment where we see how much game BYU athletes and their spouses have. Brittany and her husband Nick met two years ago on a blind date on Nick's birthday. Best birthday present ever, right? Well, we decided it's time to challenge them a little bit. This is I Got Game. Oh. <laughs> Here you go. Come on. I'm not a guy. Don't leave him hanging. <laughs> yes, I love it. How well do you think you know each other? Like pretty well. Been married for a year and a half. We're gonna put you guys in the test. So as we know, Brittany's specialty is the bars, right? What was Brittany's highest score ever on the bars? No cheating. I'm saying nine nine two five. Brittany, <laughs> what is it? So close, nine nine five. Oh, off to a bad start. What is Nick's favorite hobby? <laughs> All right, I put lacrosse. Lacrosse. <laughs> and he put oh, fishing. Come on, I knew that. <laughs> oh, well, I hate to inform you guys, but you are zero right now. How many surgeries has Brittany had? Whoa. <laughs> I saw that number. That's crazy if that's true. You got 13. 13 surgeries. Right. It is 13. Wow. <laughs> so is it all gymnastics related? Um, eight of them were. And you're still walking and alive. <laughs> okay, well, you got a point. Good job. What does Nick binge watch on Netflix? Okay. I know this one. Let's see what you got. Um, I put The Office. Yes. <laughs> it is a match. You guys, two in a row. What is Brittany's biggest pet peeve? Your answer? Same people whistling in public. People whistling That's in public. That's my second. Oh. <laughs> Bullies, bullies are my bullies. Oh, she went the higher route and said bullies. Wait, people whistling in public is a pet peeve? I don't really love whistling, right? Nick, Nick whistling in public is included. So I've learned. What was Nick's first pet's name? Can I phone a friend? You always talk about him. I yeah. can't remember. Oh, I know. Okay. But Homer? Oh, yes. Homer. Oh, yes. You got it. Good job. What's Brittany's favorite meal to make? Salmon and rice. Salmon and rice. I put salmon. Hey, good that job. That does count. What chore does Nick hate the most? What I got chore? This one. You're a lot more sure than Nick is right now. Put cleaning. Cleaning. Laundry. Laundry. I'm gonna have to say that is not a. That match. is not. Where is Brittany's dream home located? Oh, yes. Hey, you got, got it. it. Why North Carolina? She always talks about it. <laughs> I do. She's never been there, but. Okay, you get one more shot. What is Nick's dream job? No, I know this one. Nick's are always complete sentences. It's wonderful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to own an NBA team. Own an NBA team. Kind of. Own my own business. business. Oh, no. What do the judges say? No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Judges say that does not count, you guys. It was really close, though. How do you guys feel like you did at this game? Not best. Yeah, not as, not as well as I hoped. But. Listen, I would say for Next two time. years of knowing each other, five out of ten, you guys can't be perfect in yeah, two years. Yeah, room Now this is a segment we're going to do with other BYU athletes to see who has the most game. And I think Brittany and Nick did a pretty good job. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're whistling. Oh, you're annoying Brittany. Is that what you're doing? Oh, How what? funny is that? Wait, what? Peeve? She hates whistling. Anyway. Yeah. I love bullies who whistle. Oh, I geez. hate bullies who whistle. <laughs> um... I want it publicly. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I don't Nothing like. Nothing worse than a bully who whistles. Yeah. Sorry. And you you interrupted Lauren. I interrupted. Happy I Jay. I'm, Lauren. I'm used to it by now, I'm guys. I want to apologize for my bullying of interrupting. I was... I felt very boiled. Boiled? <laughs> boiled and bullied. Thank you. I do television for a living. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, anyway, guys, we're going to get the swimmers and divers next week to kick some field goals, get them out of their comfort zone. That makes Ooh. sense. And see how they do. Yeah, to make still. I sense. actually want to do that. I want to kick field to goals at some point on between we're the We're filming lines. it tomorrow. Come and do it. But make sure everyone follows on Twitter at BYU underscore BTL using the hashtag BYUBTL. We've seen you yeah, field punts. But yeah, like, and that was a terrible sight, Switzer. No, it wasn't. We'll bring it back. You kidding me? You they shot it like a on. mile in the air and like seventy yards too short. You had white pants on. You rolled backwards on your back. Listen, life is an easy, Spencer. People. Let me do it again. We've seen I'll you show 40. you. We want to see. You I will show you. Okay, I want you guys I'll to kick show field up. goals. Let's go, man. Show I love up how tomorrow. defensive you're getting. Right Let's go. Let's go. You guys are so defensive. You can play for Heath Troyer. You're very defensive. I am. Hey, in my heyday. I w- that would have oh, been my no. guy. He's you were the shorter. defensive stopper, dude. Absolutely. Heyday was when they needed a bucket. Ago, they weren't going to you, but when how they many needed years a... ago was your heyday? How many let's years talk ago? About that. Mm, let's see. That yeah, about... probably 2001. The last time BYU won a conference tournament ago. championship. 17 years. ago. I would ago say was I was heyday. my best basketball self 17 years ago. I was my best basketball <laughs> self Monday, yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Got some buckets at the Steak Center, bro. You guys, need, you guys need to put some money where your mouth is and come join us on Between the Lines and do some of these uh, things. Are you encouraging betting on you. BYU TV right now? Am are I you? encouraging doing what? Betting. I'm not. No. Lauren, Lauren. <laughs> I just meant give me money. Lauren, don't, I don't bully mean, us into betting. betting. Just give me some money. Gosh. Hashtag anyway. BYUSN. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, guys. That was entertaining for sure. There's a lot going on we there. We discussed a lot. We were all over the map. Coming up, Ashley Hatch doesn't bet, but she got traded, and a BYU freshman gets a national award. I'm feeling very boiled. Men's volleyball moves up in the coaches' poll. How far? It's coming up in the whip. Take it off the stove. <laughs> Between the Lines is brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan. Think Nissan. Think Tim Daly Southtown. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guests, Yoli Childs, Blaine Fowler, and Lauren Franca McLean with a wild addition, especially the last few minutes of Between the Lines. Yippee-ki-yay. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Yoli Childs is the West Coast Conference Player of the Week after two wins last week. Led the Cougs averaging 21.5 points a game, 12.5 rebounds, and 7 assists. Programming note coming up right after this. Right after this, in about five minutes, BYU Basketball Dave Rose with Gregor Bell featuring player guest Zach Selyus. Cougars overseas. Hey, don't we have a Jimmer drop? Can I hear it? Oh, I was hoping you'd hear it. Jimmer Fredette back in action after the CBA All-Star break. Finished with 28 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists in an 88-79 win against the Beijing Ducks. Jimmer! There it is. <laughs> On to men's volleyball. volleyball. There it is. BYU up to number 5 after wins against uh, number 14 Ball State. And at number 1 Ohio State, freshman Gabby Garcia-Fernandez, ABCA National Player of the Week, and MPSF 
offensive player of the week. Gymnastics. Enters the College Gymnastics Association rankings at number 18. Yeah. BYU beat 10th-ranked Cal at home, made the jump. They host Southern Utah on Friday at 1 Eastern, 11 a.m. Mountain. That meet will be broadcast live on BYU TV. Tennis. BYU finishes 5-4 uh, in doubles, 8 and 11 in singles play at the Metroplex Media Matches in Dallas, Texas. Freshman Madeline Almeida went 3-0 in singles play. Soccer. Ashley Hatch has been traded to the Washington Spirit. Now that's in D.C., in Maryland specifically is their headquarters. Hatch, the reigning NWSL Rookie of the Year, had seven goals in her first season. Traded? Hmm. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who deserves it? It goes to uh, Yoli Bryant. (laughs) Oh, stop it. goes to Yoli Childs. He had a tremendous week. And he's really dialed in, as is this team, on, okay, we celebrate our victories. It doesn't matter who scores. And uh, he had some great answers uh, for some questions about T.J. Haas and about being the you know, number one or number two guy, being the number two guy in your power pole for player of the year. He had some great answers. He's very mature. He put him on, we put him on the spot, and then he swatted those questions promptly back in our faces. He is, uh, I believe, top uh, five in the league in blocks. What do you want more in 2018? BYU basketball to win the West Coast Conference Tournament or BYU football getting back to a bowl game and why? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At BYU Browards, both is the correct answer. But since you asked us to just pick one, I'm going with winning the WCC tournament. BYU hasn't won a conference tournament in many years. 17 to be exact. Plus the auto bid to the big dance attached to it. Football stunk this year, but they'll be back. Edited. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Updating today's poll question. 58% of you want BYU basketball to win the WCC tournament. 42% back to a bowl game. And our elite tweet of the day, Jerem. At BYU underscore Farm Fanatic. Impossible choice. It's like asking which child do you say both need to live and win. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Elaine Michaelis. We're back to work tomorrow at noon Eastern.